Have you had enough, little boys? Go shopping. There's a sale on personalities, you worthless thugs. Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business, the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 anime, Sailor Moon, and talk about just why it is that we love it so much. And I hope you like dirt bikes. (laughs) We know you do. I hope you like dirt bikes in general, but I also hope you like dirt bikes for the purposes of this episode, where we will be seeing, among other things, a dirt bike race and a dirt bike turned into two sexy ladies. That's all true. We are going to be watching Sailor Moon S episode 98 to save our friends, Moon and Uranus join forces. And to help us talk about that, we have invited back on the show from last week's episode, our new friend, our fun time Sailor Moon watching buddy. Uh, it's a weird thing to say. I apologize in advance. Uh, Tony and Telesano. Tony, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well-ish. <laughs> I think I'm doing fine. Tony, we went through your history with Sailor Moon, uh, a a lifelong love of the character that began in middle school and continues to this day uh, with you last week. So if anyone wants to hear that, they should check out last week's episode. But uh, there were a few things that I wanted to ask you before we move on. First of all, do you have any recent Sailor Moon developments in your life? Actually, I do. Between the two minutes that we recorded these. <laughs> um, even though I'm currently... I think you mean the one week, Tony. I think you mean the <laughs> oh, one sorry, week that sorry. it has been. Yeah, I was in a coma for a week, so... Right, yeah. right, right. So it feels like two minutes. It felt like, yeah. Even though I'm currently not doing anything online, I did recently purchase the name Sailor Moon Bat Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how much do you want? Because I want that. <laughs> it was super cheap, too. It was like 20 bucks a year. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jordan, why didn't we? Why? You were responsible for the URL, Jordan. Uh, the URL <laughs> that you told me you weren't going to pay for because it wasn't your idea? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Good question. Are you going to set up email at that? Um, I, I'm going to try to claim Sailor Moon Rocks or Sailor Moon Dot Rocks at everything that I can. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, that is. Look, you better do it before this episode goes up because we've got some we've got some snipers <laughs> yeah, out there. I know. <laughs> also, we did not get to ask you about our uh, the, the sort of traditional things that we ask guests on the show. So mm-hmm. before we get into this one, uh, just real quick, Tony, what do you think about uh, the Miracle Romance? Which one? Well, the Miracle Romance, I guess I should say. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with Usagi and Memru. What, what, what do you think of those two? Well, I don't, I, since I found Sailor Moon in middle school, I was so desperate for, like, the love and the romance and the boyfriend. So, of course, I was like, yes, they're perfect. Yeah. And even now, still, I'm like, yes, they're perfect. They're so cute. I love it. Aww. It's true. You're right. I approve 100%. Okay, what about the true miracle romance? Uh. <laughs> it is amazing now. And Makoto Kino. When I first heard you guys talking about it, I was like, eh, whatever, that's cute. And I would giggle along. But now that I've been listening and watching episodes and actually reading the manga, too, there's a lot in there that definitely points to something. And I 100% cookbook. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Why not? Why not two miracle romances? Why can't they exist side by side? Listen, they're all miracle romances. <laughs> except the one that the show wants to call the miracle romance. That's it, all. That's it all. counts. <laughs> it's real. We're leaving it. What about uh, Shibiusa? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Boo. Ah. Boo, boo, boo. I hate her so much. <laughs> Always have. She's obnoxious. <laughs> Well, I should say she's obnoxious in the anime, 
she's way better in the manga. She's still annoying, like little sister annoying, but still like endearing, but not in the anime. She's like unredeemable. Who's better, Chibiusa or Don? Oh, I hate Chibiusa so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like see. I like this. I like this. <laughs> Well, Tony, uh, thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, I think yeah. before we get into this week's episode, though, we are going to take one or two quick Twitter questions from our listeners. Okay, Chris, uh, this is a question that definitely is uh, is going to be one for you. Uh, Tony, I don't know if you are a fan of wrestling. No, unfortunately not. Yeah, I don't really I know, don't much, know about it much. Well, uh, Josie wants to know, if the Senshi attacks were wrestling finishers, what would they be? Well... Interesting that you should mention that. In the the Sailor Moon uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up game for Super NES, they all like all of their grapple attacks are wrestling moves. Like <laughs> they do. Uh, I think I think Usagi just does like a headbutt, but like Makoto does what? like a vertical suplex, and then somebody I think I think it's maybe Mars does like a DDT. So I would be pretty super into to seeing those happen. This show needs more. Isn't- DDT like a pesticide? <sighs> yes, but it's also the name of a finishing move that was inspired by the name of the band pesticide. Oh, okay. Well, it's all it all it's all connected. All right. So like, but like, do you think? Uh, I mean, like, if you were a wrestler, oh, well, Chris, let me ask you that: if you were a wrestler and you had to do a finishing move and name it after one of their attacks, which one would you take? Oh, the Moon Spiral Heart Attack. Oh, okay. Well, the, the heart attack is actually the name of a tag team finisher that was used by the, the Heart Foundation, but it was H-A-R-T, not H-E-A-R-T. Uh, yeah, I don't know any of these things. <laughs> don't know why you're laughing. That was just a simple statement of fact. Because you, you mentioned the Heart Foundation, and I'm like, that sounds like an amazing charity we should donate to, except that apparently they're punching people in a ring. <laughs> Uh, well, punches are illegal in professional wrestling, Jordan. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's really? It's wrestling and not boxing. You have to just slam people against things, not punch them. The, God, I can't believe I'm getting into this with you right now. <laughs> but no, one of the often ignored rules of professional wrestling, especially ignored in today's WWE, is that you cannot strike your opponent with a closed fist because that would be boxing, not wrestling. You're not allowed to punch your opponent. That is why when you see a wrestler punch his opponent like in the corner or something the referee will often get involved and give them a warning away from disqualification but there's like can you do a karate chop yes you can yes you can throw chops like oh my god it's like have you <laughs> this is so weird to me it's like because you have you never seen pro wrestling no not really just like in in movies or something yeah oh boy oh boy. okay next time we're in the same place i'm gonna i'm gonna show you some stuff gonna isn't that gonna be stuff. like probably your wedding <laughs> Probably. You're going to be like, let's, after the ceremony, let's just watch some wrestling. Listen, well, listen, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk later. We'll talk okay. later. Okay. Next question. What about slapping? You, you can absolutely <laughs> slap. Slapping is well, oh, okay. uh, well available to you. Great. Just no punches. Okay. Good to know. I never knew. Here's a, oh, here's a question that says, here's a question for the ISB. It's from David Isaac. Who would win in a cage match? Jupiter versus Thor versus Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel, Billy Batson, or is yes. like oh, all yes. lightning right. people? It does specify Billy Batson versions. Though. Okay, uh, I would say probably Thor, because <laughs> because like Jupiter is strong and powerful, but she's not like shattered dimensions with a hammer powerful yet. <laughs> yet, a lot of weird wrestling questions. Well, can he use the hammer? Like. Would it be allowed? It, look, no, no DQs in a cage match, Tony. What is the DQ? D- Dairy Queen. Besides, but besides that, disqualification. Though. Oh, so you could do anything. I mean, presumably they would not let you murder a person, but yes. <laughs> well, I think they would. It's just that then you'd be like, "Well, you won. Congratulations, but you're under arrest." <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more, one more. Uh, Neo Queen Elizabeth asks. Since we are what we buy, on which console would each Sailor Senshi play a video games? Uh, well, Ami's not playing games. Obviously. Ami hasn't played a game no. since Number Muncher. <laughs> the last video game console she had was like when she was a kid and it was like one of those leapfrog educational electronic toys. Yeah, I was going to say, when, I, when, my, when my wife, uh, Devin, was a kid, her parents wouldn't let her play games except 
educational ones. So she would play like Carmen Sandiego and like uh, I forget what she calls it, the the the, the quote unquote game that teaches you how to type. You know, stuff like that were the only games she was allowed to play on the computer. Yeah, like Ami would be really into frog fractions, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but she'd probably be good at some games. Like, is, isn't that how? Oh, yeah, she did. She she played. She went to the arcade and played. And because she's good at math, she like won everything. Right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She, she played Sailor V really she could well. See the code <laughs> because that's that's <laughs> how it works. <laughs> She was in the Matrix. Yeah, it's just programmed physics. So she's like, yeah, I've, I've already figured out the entire universe of this game. <laughs> See, I don't like I don't think there's much, much distinction. I, I mean, look, I am a person who firmly believed in his youth that the Sega Genesis was for like the ruling class of bourgeoisie. So what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what? I had a lot of weird class notions as a child. I had a Sega Genesis. Well, then you I, you were a rich piece of shit, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that is untrue. I just really liked playing Toe Jam and Earl, man. Ugh, gross. Toe Jam and Earl is awesome. In my, in my childhood, and this is a belief that, like, I know isn't founded, but to this day I have, like, a, like a, a, a disregard for the Genesis. I firmly believe that if you had a Nintendo or a Super Nintendo, you were the common man. You you were a, a the the hardworking working class salt of the earth uh, American, and if you had a Sega Genesis, you were rich and you would be first against the wall when the revolution came. Wow! Now I had <laughs> and uh, a Genesis. Does that make a difference? Did you no? wait? But did you have a Super Nintendo and a no. Genesis? No. Okay, because that's like I, I think it was Chris Hastings who said, as a child, I believed only a genie. Could give you a Super Nintendo and a Genesis. Yeah, no, no. That would be crazy talk. Although nowadays there are people with a, with both a PlayStation and a... Uh, oh, I forgot what it's even stupid called. Xbox. Xbox, yeah. <laughs> I kept wanting to say one, and I couldn't remember what the beginning part was. I mean, I've got I've got a PS4 and a Wii U and, uh, and oh. a, 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 a 3DS, because I'm playing... I, I may or may not be playing Pokemon while we record, because i got to get those levels in. <laughs> I feel like Usagi is a Wii player. Yeah, because it's like, because it's like more of a family console. Right. So like, but you know, but you know, Shingo would be like, I need that, I need that Xbox One. I need, like, I need to get into the Overwatch rankings or whatever. Sure. But I can't see, I can't see Usagi playing first-person shooter or anything like that. No, I see her having a DS too. I see her. Yeah, I think she would have a DS like covered that. in stickers, and she would be playing like Animal yes. Crossing constantly. Cute little dangly keychains of bunnies and whatnot. Usagi's playing like, like, like whatever people used to play on Facebook, but she's like still <laughs> at it. No, Usagi plays games on her phone and she plays Sailor Moon Drops. What's the name so, of the game? What's the name of the game where where you have a a town, a village, and there's all the different animals? Animal Crossing. Yeah, I yeah. just said it. I just said it like two Did minutes you? ago. I didn't. I didn't yes. hear you say it. Yeah, so she's gonna play that. Oh yeah. I mean, I think Ray is is probably playing like war games. I don't know if Ray plays the game, but she definitely has a lot of Overwatch fan art on her Tumblr. <laughs> I, I can tell you that for free. <laughs> and th- and that's not that's not me like saying like oh she's like a fake geek or anything. Like I don't play it and I've like seen a ton of fan art. Like it's just they they're cute designs. I like the designs. Does that is that game on a, a specific uh, console or is that on multiple? Consoles? It's on. Uh, it, I think it's on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. I think. Uh, see, that's that doesn't help yeah, us. Yeah, I've got it yeah, on PC. That's the thing. Like, so many games come out like on the same. Like, if something's available on on Xbox, ninety percent chance is available on PlayStation too. Like, it's only it's only like if you're really into Mario and Zelda that you have to make that choice to get the Nintendo system. What? Okay, well then, what's the difference? Between Xbox people and PlayStation people. I have a PlayStation and I don't have an Xbox. Why? Uh, the PlayStation was like cheaper. And also the, like some weird <laughs> stuff with uh, like there was a, a big thing about like uh, DRM uh, and weird rights management stuff with the the Xbox back when they were both coming out. So I ended up getting a PS4. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. All right. We don't know. We, we don't have a good answer to this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that. That I think is that. Uh, why don't we just go ahead and get into the episode? All right. Super. 
So, Chris, what is this episode called originally? Uh, the title of this episode in its original Japanese form is Sailor Moon S, episode 98, To Save Our Friends, Moon and Uranus Join Forces. First of all, I just want to point out, again, they're just calling her Moon, which I got yeah. made fun of for. So, D- I mean, who made fun of you? Uh, you. Mm, that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what about Curly the... Curly fry face. Ah, God damn it. What do you think this episode was called in the da-da-da-dub? Uh, what, if I, what if I got it again? You would never believe me Absolutely. that I didn't go look it up. Absolutely. Let's see. Is it like... Does it have to do with the, the dirt bikes, the motocross stuff? No. Okay. So, so then it's about Haruka, or I guess Amara, gaining a new respect for Usagi. Is that right? Yeah, yeah I guess. Jeez, I, I have... Give me a hint. Give me a hint. You're not fucking with me, are you? No. I think it's got some nice alliteration going on. It does have alliteration. Uh, okay. No, I'm not messing with you this time, Jordan. Are you sure? I'm positive. All right. You're you're Uranus United. <laughs> no. <laughs> it does share. Well, it doesn't exactly share a word with the original, but it it's close to sharing a word with the original. Uh. Fast friends. Very close. Very close. Friendly foes. Mm, okay. That's like, I, I, I came close. I came close. Wait, 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 uh, wait. I'm sorry. Pause. Not pause, but uh, side note. And, and listeners will care about our thoughts about this because they were very excited last time we talked about this. Did you see that they announced the name of the new Fast and Furious movie? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Are you talking about Fate of the Furious? Yes, I am. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> That's pretty funny to me. Oh, my God. I'm so stoked. Okay, look. $2,000 a month, Patreon. We start Furious business. <laughs> sure. That's totally going to happen. Ten yeah. times what we're making now. Monthly, look, it could happen. Yep. It could ha- it could very easily happen. Anything uh, monthly podcast, we we watch it a a quarter hour at a time. That, didn't you steal uh, that from someone? I thought. I I think maybe we did. I think maybe we did. Look, we'll figure it out. Two thousand dollars a month. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Warrocket. No. Patreon.com slash Warrocket Ajax. Also, if you want to give me more <laughs> money, but Patreon.com slash Sailor Business. Okay. Crowdfunding. F- crowdfunding, folks. The fate of the furious. The fate of the furious. Oh, okay. God. Okay, so so Sailor Moon S episode ninety eight, Fate of the Furious, is what <laughs> no. we're watching today. So uh, it starts with a finally because it starts with Tomo A or Tomo, depending which version you're watching. Tomo A finally going. Hey, there's these Sailor Scout assholes who are fucking me up every goddamn time. Yes, this uh, this is what I wrote in my notes. Literally nine episodes into this, and we finally have some new Tomoe Kaolinite footage in which Tomoe does not appear. Yeah, he's just a voice. What? Look, nobody nobody wants to see him. We all just want to see uh, Kaolinite, uh, a.k.a. future Naru. She's got a hot outfit. I mean, her dress is nice. I, although, she wears the same one every time, so. Uh, we think those earrings, Tony. Those are, those are some pretty severe earrings. <laughs> <laughs> they are... Heavy, I would imagine. Are they solid gold? I hope so. I, I they're they're gigantic. They are huge. The weird thing, the weirdest thing about the scene is that Tomoe has a wall of televisions, yeah. literally like like a curving well, structure made of TV screens that then just vanishes. Right, because that's the thing. I don't think they are. I think he's projecting a gazillion screens. Because because like there's the scene on what. On just the walls and, and floor. Because there's a scene where we see Kaori Knight, like, standing on slash in one. No, but no, she's not standing on the screen. I thought she was at first. But look at her shadow. She's standing in the light of the television, which is so intense that the televisions are projecting it on the ground. Ah, uh, I don't know. Look at it. Look at it. Watch it again. No, I'm, I see it, it. Tony, I'm, am I right? Am I, am I wrong? Am I right? I'm right. Yeah, that shadow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, then, then he has a magic wall of magic televisions. Yeah, it's really weird. And why not? <laughs> He's a man of science. Tomoe not appearing in this scene is also the first of several like 
really cutting that budget hard moments um, yeah. in this. I wrote down lousy animation at some point during this episode because there's some lousy animation in this episode. Yeah. I, th- I think they blew the entire budget on the, the motocross stuff at the very beginning, and that's it. Yeah, I, th- I think you might be right because we get a lot of new stuff in this episode. Like, it's not set in the city. Uh, everybody's wearing new outfits. Haruka's got a new outfit. We've got, like, new character designs. Uh, we've got two monsters instead of one, which is weird and which we'll get wow. to. But then, like, when they're transformed, there will literally just be a static picture of Usagi while, like, Haruka talks. And then they just freeze on the picture of, of Haruka while Usagi talks. It's really noticeable and really bad. Yeah. Anyway. Open on a dirt bike race. Hell Yes. Hell yes, dirt bikes. This is the episode you've been waiting your whole life for. Oh, God. Loving it. Loving if only, it. If only Memoru was the one racing. <laughs> uh, so here's my question. Why are the scouts here? Why are the Sinji here? No, they're here because they are because they like their quote-unquote friend Haruka. But they don't, they don't know Haruka. They don't hang out with Haruka. They're obsessed with her. I mean, yeah, but like, did Haruka invite them? No, because Haruka seems surprised that they're there, but that's definitely why they're there. Uh, okay. It's it's real weird. They're stalking her. I mean, maybe so. The, and and just a follow-up from last week's episode real quick. What's Ami doing in the crowd? Reading a book! <laughs> Not standing next to Makoto and reading a book. No, it's... it's mm, I don't know about it. Also, uh, Makoto, or uh, Ami is once again... I can't tell if she's wearing two uh, bows around her neck or if it's just, I think it's just trimmed in red, but it looks for a second like she was wearing two. So anyway, disregard. So, so uh, point is, Haruka wins this race. We just see the very end. We see the last like second of the race. Haruka wins. A dude tears off his helmet and is like, God damn it, I lost. Um, <laughs> and Memora's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, she's, she's real good at this shit. I know about this sort of thing. Her bike skills are really hooked up. <laughs> now, Jordan, I know you wanted to say something about Haruka's uh, uh, riding outfit. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, well, are we done talking about the scouts in the crowd? Uh, yeah. Uh, Haruka has the Sentry logo on her uh, outfit. So uh, kind of an obscure Marvel character. But she totally has his uh, S right on her outfit. Uh, different colors. Bright lime green outfit mm. with a bright hot pink sentry logo both on her helmet and her chest don't know why her name doesn't start with an s like there's no like what what is it why i don't know he's sponsored by the sentry i could not tell you <laughs> maybe maybe everyone forgot <laughs> yes that's a sentry cut deep cut for sentry solid fans. solid jokes about uh uh third string marvel characters today everybody <laughs> enjoy you're welcome. Haruka and Mashiru are kind of celebrating her uh, victory. Hey, can I can I just be a dickhead for a minute, actually? Uh, and by be uh, a dickhead... I don't see why you're asking now wow, this late wow. in the game, but go ahead. And why, when I say be a dickhead, uh, I'm going to say be a reciprocal dickhead, because I'm just going to dickhead back at Haruka. <laughs> why is Haruka... Can we talk about your use of dickhead as a verb? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a verb now. You can dickhead people. Um... <laughs> Speaking of things that are not going to be the title of the episode, but it would be funny if they they were. No, Haruka, uh, don't you have an important mission? What are you doing wasting your fucking time doing a dirt bike race? Like, oh, like we're going to find out how seriously she takes this mission and the vows of this mission later in this episode. But... It's totally cool. Uh, it's totally cool to just be like, yeah, I'm just going to do some dirt bike racing. I mean, that's cool. Like, there's nobody around right this second who needs to have their heart ripped out. So, like, we're basically good. As soon as they do, I'll fucking drop everything and tear hearts out and let people die. But, like, for now, it's cool if I just dirt bike for a while. Jordan, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yes? Yamada has a pure heart, you dope. They don't know that yet. No, they literally say it in this scene. Yes, at the end of the scene is when they figure it out. Jordan, no. you're, being, you're being a real dickhead, right? Wait, now. You're, so you're saying you think <laughs> before this, they were like, ah, uh, I hear there's a guy who's good at racing. Oh, he probably has a pure heart. Well, then you know what I'll do is I'll enter that race. 
fucking trash his shit just because I can. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll find out if he's got a pure heart. What part of that doesn't sound plausible given what we know about the rest of the show? What, 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 what are you taking issue with here, buddy? Uh, oh, I, I will actually, I should mention. So in the previous scene where, where Tomo and uh, Kaori are talking about the, the scouts, uh, one of the things Kaori says is like, I don't know what the deal is because they seem to be able to predict who's got the pure heart just the same way that we do. Like, I don't know what the fucking... I don't know what kind of system they have. They've got some sort of technology or spell or some shit. The answer is not none, nothing. They just literally walk around and go, oh, that guy looks like he's kind of pure hearty. And they're just happen to be right every time. Yeah. I mean, look, of course they are. Like how many, do you think there are people who have pure hearts that we never see that they're like, Hey, Zach, I have a pure heart. Let's follow him around for the day. And like, we just don't see that day for them. <laughs> I mean, just, it's just that so much of this show hinges on huge coincidences i if it was me making the show i would have just like made a passing reference to like the fact that and we've talked about it here before to the fact that like part of the moon magic of sailor moon and the scouts will always draw them to where they're needed most you know or something like that but they never do and instead they literally again they literally just always coincidentally go Probably that guy. And it's like, oh, it is. Before we move on, there is a, a scene that I want to talk about, which is where they're talking about Yamada having a pure heart. Oh, it's the creepiest. Uh, there's a scene where Michiru and Haruka are talking to each other, and their their like bodies are just moving closer and closer until they're basically speaking directly into each other's mouths. <laughs> and I want to know if you thought that was diegetic or not. Like, is that what's, like, is that literally what uh, Usagi is seeing as she stands next to this? They played it 100% diagenic. So it looks like, uh, it looks like it's really happening. But I had the exact same thought going, hey, why are you guys whispering at each other when we're all having a giant group conversation? Like, what, what is happening over there? And they're literally going, he's probably got a pure heart. I should follow him. Yeah, you should. <laughs> That's how we'll take care of this. Okay, cool. Also, the other thing that I wrote down about the scene was that I can't believe the members of Mask are this sexist. <laughs> yeah, so we haven't talked about that yet. Go ahead, tell everybody. Uh, yeah, Tony, what did you think of these guys? <laughs> I wrote down, I quoted Please. the first guy. They came in and they all had like wrenches in their hand, like they were going to start a freaking street fight. And he's like, hey, biker babe, girlies don't win dirt bike races. Mm -hmm. What the... What? Why? Well, what? you don't understand. Girlies don't win dirt bike races. So that explains it. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. Hey, don't worry. Mamochan is there to save them. Yeah, let's talk about Mamochan <laughs> for a little bit. Let's, let's talk about... Now, as we all know, Usagi's real superpower is friendship. Uh, she, she's, she's everyone's best friend. Uh, no, like, if you asked any of the scouts, hey, who's your best friend? They would all say Usagi, right? That's fair, I think, right? Mm, maybe uh, I think it's I think they would you think What's Jupiter you, like I feel like two episodes ago you were going on about how her and Jupiter were not that close yeah but like Jupiter doesn't have any other friends <laughs> this is the problem there my dude I'm gonna quote you on that she doesn't every I'm, like everyone in this show is mad lonely except Usagi until they become sailor scouts <laughs> you're not even gonna say her and Ami uh no well they're not best friends Oh, okay. <laughs> they're like they're something different it's not friends. anyway <laughs> okay so all of her best friends get on a bus and <laughs> first of all they don't notice usagi's not on the bus because Usagi's busy, busy looking at uh stuffed motorcycle riders well she's tiny she's 411 so yeah secondly when they do notice that she's not on the bus and that she's running as fast as she can trying to keep up with the bus back to town they're like oh there's usagi looks like she didn't get on the bus and Mamo, her destined moon lover, is Respect like... her enough to say. <laughs> well, th first of all, he said she's not a child. Exactly. Is, is, that seems... The gentleman doth protest too much. <laughs> yeah, she did miss the bus because she was busy looking at dolls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he goes, she's not a child. She'll catch up. It's like, it's like damn, my dude. What else is he going to do? Pull the pull the emergency brake? I don't know. He could hail the bus driver and say, oh, wait, my girlfriend did get on the bus. Stop for two seconds. I mean, 
I think it sucks for her, but I don't. I, I mean, I think sh- there's nothing to be done. Like you can't. When the bus leaves, the bus leaves. <laughs> Um, so then what happens is, so Yutagi's going to wait for the next bus a whole hour. She has to wait. And, uh, Haruka pulls up and for the first time that I can remember for non-murder reasons says, Hey, I'll offer you a ride. <laughs> yeah. Usually her rides, uh, are, are murder problems. <laughs> but she really cares about safety. Cause I've noticed every time she pulls up on her motorcycle, she always has a second helmet for oh, the yeah. person and she's waiting and ready. She's like, hop aboard. My question would be, is that Michiru's helmet? Except that it's a different helmet every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Usagi yeah. has a very Usagi, like, pink, cute motorcycle helmet on. Is it a different motorcycle? Uh, yeah, well, this is her racing motorcycle, so yes. No, 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 this is not the dirt bike. Oh, that's right, this is a this is a full-on uh, motorcycle, but it does, I think it is different. I just googled Haruka motorcycle. Okay. I'm seeing a couple different motorcycles. I, I think, yeah, we, we, people were right when they told us she's just really rich and has just as many of anything as she wants. Oh, she's got even more expensive vehicles to the max. Like, at the end, she, like you see her and Michiru flying around in helicopters that are theirs. Well, this actually is the same motorcycle that she rode uh, to fight the car monster. In, in a handsome boy, because there is a there's a shot from this episode where she's repairing it. And then there's also uh, if you if you look, there's a gif of, of uh, uh, Michiru riding side saddle that we, that we were very obsessed with. Oh, I don't see that. Yeah, it's the it's the same. It's actually the same one. It's not the only one she's had, though. I also see her with a red motorcycle. Yeah, the, yeah, the one she crashed was was red and white. Yeah. So any anywho, they're driving and then a truck uh, tries to run them off the road. Literally, yeah. Like, like, like it grinds up again. Like the motorcycle is grinding against the rail. Yeah, and, sh- like, and she's like, "Are you trying to kill me?" In the dub, and the answer is yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. They're straight up trying to murder fools, <laughs> which seems a little intense. It's a bit much. Uh, also, please notice that Usagi's uh, 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 ponytails lengthen in this scene for dramatic effect, like Batman's cape. Oh, yeah, they're all over the place. <laughs> they're way long, and that's just, hey, heads up for everybody. That's extremely dangerous. <laughs> yeah, if they were that long, they could get caught in the wheels. Yes, yeah. Usagi's about to be scalped. I like. I grew up in the South. I have seen it. Ha- I haven't seen it, but like, I oh, knew people that this happened to. No. Well, did they would get their hair caught in, like, dirt bike engines? Like, shitty teens who would get their hair caught in dirt bike engines? Yes. I oh. have, I know people that it happened to. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it's it's awful. Don't, like, like if you've got super long hair, don't ride a motorcycle without taking safety precautions. Speaking of dirt biking, though, the guys running them off the road, driving the truck, are all still wearing their dirt bike gear, including helmets, full cover. Including their helmets. Helmet masks. Which is hilarious. Yeah, that's why pretty I, funny. That's why I said they were the members of Mask. Yes. <laughs> They're working overtime doing crimes. Oh, shit. So uh, 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 Haruka uh, kicks in the nitro or something and like goes into like high gear, pulls million miles ahead of them, turns off the road, hides in the bushes, gets off the motorcycle, and spies on them. Yeah. And is also holding Usagi. And Usagi's like, mmm... This feels like a man's holding me. This isn't no this isn't no lady hold. Hey, what kind of cologne do you wear? <laughs> Tony, any any thoughts about this? Um, I don't, she just in the dub she's like, "Oh, what is that perfume?" Yeah. Like they turn it into why, nothing. Why why would her. they do yeah, that? Yeah, she's Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Cuz they they have it that she's wearing the same perfume both times. So there she's also wearing that perfume. Yeah. They could have done a better job, though, because, like, in the shot, Sailor Moon looks, like, all wistful and, like, kind of worried, but she's, like, in her head, like, ooh, perfume! I mean, this is, again, them doing the thing. Now, now, this is, and this is actually weird, because if I remember correctly, tell me if I'm wrong, Chris, I remember people saying that the the, the guys making the TV show wanted to go further with shipping the girls for, for like further than Naoko Takeuchi. Yeah. Wasn't there somebody, something like, like the, like one of the directors left cause they wouldn't let them 
do like more extreme stuff with with Usagi and Ray or something like that. I don't really remember. I remember. Yeah, I, I think that was that was why they had Ray dating Mamoru as like a a sort of fine if you, if you if you won't if you won't let uh, us do our Ray Usagi stuff, then we'll just have her date Tuxedo Mask for three months. How about that? You like that, huh? Which is like, but I it's been a while since we've heard about that, so That's I'm true. not sure if I have that right. So. Because the because re- it, it weirds me out that again they they go yes Usagi is feeling that attraction to Uranus but it's just because she's like oh this is very much like a dude like if if I if I think of this as a girl thing like nothing obviously no no reaction but well, this is very boy like so now I like it well Usagi has also in the past few episodes been like really confused by the idea of being attracted to another woman right. like. Not as though, like, she's confused about her own feelings, but, like, that she's never even heard of it. <laughs> that she's like, she's like, no, no, Mako, no, that's not how that works. Right. You can't right. do that. <laughs> I mean, Haruka's pretty attractive in this episode. Like, she's pretty hot in this episode. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll tell you what I like about Haruka in this episode is that she walks out of the bushes and starts doing common Rider kicks. Yeah. On these other, she kicks this guy in the chest so hard his helmet <laughs> flies off. Yeah, she kicks these guys' asses, and it's pretty yeah. awesome. And it also looks great, which is like makes the uh, like the the later uh, weirdness of the episode. Like I wrote down, is this where they blew their budget? <laughs> Just on the two kicks. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> meanwhile, while that's happening, the guy who came in second, who's Yamada. yeah Yamada, whose heart is probably pure, is like angry dirt biking all over the place going like i will win next time i swear this jordan can you use that voice for the entire podcast from now on (laughs) hello everyone podcast jordan d white (laughs) no i'm not gonna do that it would be horrible but sailor neptune is spying on him just kind of like hiding in the tall grass then this is one of my favorite parts of the episode. There's like a waterfall mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, Kaylinite mm-hmm. just rises out of the waterfall in a bubble because I mm-hmm. guess that's one of her superpowers now. Awesome. She was waiting for hours. But not only not only does he not appear to notice the diamond egg going into his bike, he doesn't appear to notice Kaori Knight rising up out of the falls in a bubble either. Well, she's still down. Mm. She's like still down past the cliff. He's not looking over the cliff, which mm. is where she would be. Okay. Like I'll I'll buy that. All uh, right. Also, this is another scene. We cut back to Usagi and Haruka. <laughs> and Haruka gets another phone call on her watch. Yeah. <laughs> that that has the Uranus symbol on it. Yeah. And she, she she like I mean, you could say, okay, she walks like 2 feet away and like turns her back before she starts talking into her watch. So maybe Usagi didn't notice or hear it. But then she goes, something came up, gotta go. And it's like, uh, what could have possibly come up? (laughs) We're standing in the middle of the forest with no contact with the outside world. Yeah. So from there, we come back to Yamada and we see our diamond of the day. Our daemon. Yeah, this is is a very uninspired one, I think. This one is fucking freaky looking. It's just because of the okay. Look, it's it's the it's the wheel crotch that is. <laughs> I mean, the wheel crotch is not great. It's like what giant uh, headlight uh, boob is sort of funny, but weird. Mm-hmm. Wheel crotch, not so much. I'll tell you what is great. Although, oh, go, ahead, go ahead, Tony. Oh, are we going to say the same Probably. thing? The little earrings. earrings? Yes. <laughs> yes. The tire earrings. <laughs> yeah, the tire earrings. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> But this is not even her final form, though. Yes. Oh, don't worry. I've I've got some notes about it. So uh, she pulls out Yamada's pure heart, and then uh, here, answering the call of a new era, here to fight with elegance, uh, Sailor Neptune hits her with uh, what's her attack called again? Deep submerge. Submerge. Yeah. Deep submerge. Oh, uh, actually, uh, here's the here's a thing from the dub that I wrote down. Uh, she says she does not talk about answering the call from a new era in the dub. She says. Uh, wherever and whenever there is evil, the tide on the planet Neptune roars. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, sort of a strange one. Sort of a strange one. Especially because it's sort of like, wherever there is evil, 
the tide roars on Neptune. Yeah, elsewhere. <laughs> it's oh. very, very far away. <laughs> but then I come here and I'll kick your ass. Um, yeah. And also, I forgot to mention, when uh, Uranus was beating up uh, the dudes a moment ago, she says to them, go shopping. There's a sale on personalities. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Sick burn. Oof. That's going to hurt later tonight. So uh, so Deep Submerge takes out the monster, whose name is Tyron, by the way. The monster is Tyron. Okay. Uh, like a tire siren. Uh, and then uh. Kaolinite's like, ah, ha, ha, you fell into my trap. Uh, check this shit out. And Tyron turns into double Tyron, which yeah. is because motorcycles have two tires. Each tire is a monster. Now, here's what I wrote down. Mm-hmm. This is bullshit. Yes. <laughs> it is, is bullshit. Stupid. If a car is one sexy lady, then a motorcycle shouldn't be two sexy ladies. It should be half of a sexy lady. Well, listen, it's not like they specifically said, this is why we can split because there are two wheels. You're just inferring that. No, that's very clearly what's happening, though. Yeah, but it's not like one of them is a front tire or the other one's a back tire. They're just identical. They're just mirror They're images. They're not identical. They're not mirror identical. Mirror one mirror. of them has a left headlight boob and the other one has a right headlight boob. Yeah, but motorcycles only have one headlight. Anyway, two mm. monsters, act break. Two monsters, quote. Uh, so we decided uh, last week that uh, during the act break, uh, we were going to thank our Patreon backers. Now, that's not a thing I thought would come up <laughs> in this one. Uh, we were recording this on the same day as we recorded our last episode. But while we were recording, we got a new uh, Patreon backer. Uh, so this is a person who has gone to patreon.com slash sailor business and kicked in as little as a dollar every month. Uh, just to help us keep doing the show and keep doing things. Like we've said before, it's uh, a totally optional thing. The show is still going to come out uh, whether you are a backer or not. But uh, if you are a backer, you will be getting access to some really cool uh, bonus stuff, including show notes, cut content, uh, and you can help us uh, support uh, doing bonus episodes as we go forward. This is our newest patron. Jordan, are you ready to thank them? I sure am. This patron is named... Usagi Hino Rei. <laughs> well, thank you, Usagi Hino Rei. Okay, I'm trying to parse this. All one word. Well, it's all one word. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was one word. I was thinking, like, is that like if Usagi marries Rei? But like, no, it doesn't. I don't know. It's just uh, thank you. And apparently, if you time it right, if you could figure out when we're recording and somehow start. I was going to say patronizing. I guess that's what it is. Start patronizing us. Is the literal term. <laughs> At just the right time, you get a showcase like this where you're the only patron. It gets mentioned. It's pretty exciting. And also Saturn. Thank you, Saturn. <laughs> Again, we really, we can't. Thank Sega you Saturn? <laughs> yes. Yep. Our new sponsor, Sega Saturn. Where did Why Sega Saturn go? sponsored by things that are <laughs> defunct. How how did how did it fit into the class structure though? <laughs> Sega Saturn was past that. Sega Saturn was past that was PlayStation era. I was over it. Okay, okay. Some good news. Uh, I think we are uh, one of our uh, fifteen dollar at our fifteen dollar level. One of the things we promised is a a new soft enamel pen. Uh, I've talked to a couple people about maybe doing the design for that. It's going to be really awesome. Uh, I've also priced it out. Uh, the bad news here is that we currently have seven patrons at the fifteen dollar level. And you need to, to order a hundred of these enamel pins at a time. That's okay. That's okay. We'll figure out a way. But I do, like, I've, I've gone and priced them out, and uh, it looks like, uh, assuming that, that we do not take our money <laughs> out of it, we can currently afford to uh, get those uh, enamel pins started, and we'll probably have enough to, to, uh, to ship them out to listeners for quite a while. So if you do want to get on that, that's at the $15 level. And uh, I would say those are probably going to be coming out. Let's let's go ahead and say by March of 2017. That'll give us time to get the design, get them printed up, get them shipped to you. But yeah, just an update on where we're at with uh, with Patreon rewards that I think people are waiting for. So uh, thank you to everybody who's backed. And now back to the show. Super.
All right, so uh, so so where were we? There was there was the two tyrants. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, no, Neptune but let's talk about. We didn't talk about their second form. Uh, okay. Do you not want to talk about that? Because they again they have they're they're these just little tires with heads. Yes, when they turn into just tires <laughs> with heads, it's ridiculous. <laughs> their their entire bodies go away, and they're just giant tires with heads floating in front of them for no reason whatsoever. I don't know if that is necessarily more ridiculous than their normal sexy lady with a tire crotch form. It's hard to say. You're absolutely right. They're both pretty absurd. I don't know. I think that, like, kicked it up to the final level, because that really, that got me when they transformed into the wheels. (laughs) And then they, they, not only, they they turn into wheels, and they, uh, like, form a rope between them, and ride around uh, Neptune to tie her up. Well, I think I think the weirdest thing about this is that they're they're like the heads don't seem there's nothing for the heads to be attached to, so the heads are just right. like literally on the tires, but the heads don't move. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's completely bananas. So anyway, <laughs> Sailor Uranus shows up. She's like, "Oh, you tied up my my girl." And Usagi shows up and is like, "Oh, I was following Ruka, not Sailor Uranus, but that's Sailor Uranus fighting a monster. Interesting." Let me transform. She transforms. And these uh, wheels with heads rolling around are surprisingly good at fighting (laughs) because they're like chasing uh, Uranus all over the damn place. Then we get to see something we haven't seen in a long time. Before that, I caught a mistake Uh in the English dub. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard this. Kaori. Yeah. She says uh, to Uranus... Um, you got to save your cousin. Yeah, yeah. As if she knows their as identities knows. and that they're cousins. And Sailor Moon will say it again later as well. She'll be yeah. like, why didn't you save your cousin? Oopsie. Kaolinite is also threatening to uh, cut Mishiru's throat, which is not something we've seen in a while. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah she's, she's got a knife. Like a a sharpened crystal. But then we see something we haven't seen in many episodes, which is a little Moon Tiara action. Yes, it, and this is this might be my favorite Moon Tiara action ever because it spins through the air, starts wobbling a little bit, cuts like just hits Michiru like right in the stomach, but only cuts the the ropes, <laughs> right. and then like kind of wobbles up at Kalenite and causes her to dramatically fall over. Which is, I know we've done a lot of wrestling talk on this episode, but Kalenite <laughs> is clearly like selling a move that did not hit her. Like she's really trying to make it work, which is weird because this is animated. It could have, they could have had it do anything. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bizarre. And then Sailor Moon talks about a weird, some weird stuff when she does her thing. She she comes out and she's like, she says, "I'm not on either of your sides, but I can't forgive either of you for pulling dirty tricks." And I'm like, "What? Who pulled dirty tricks on who? What?" Uh, well, what is she... they split Tyrant into two and then tied up and then the, she was threatening to cut Michiru's throat. Those are both dirty tricks. <laughs> no, they're me. not. Those are regular monsters fighting humans tricks. No, no. Regular fighting monster tricks is like just being a monster and fighting. Tying someone up and saying, hey, don't fight or I'm going to cut this person's throat and you will watch her die. That's a dirty <laughs> trick. It doesn't <laughs> seem... It seems like a pretty straightforward tactic. It doesn't seem like, oh, we never thought of that kind of thing. When was the last time we saw someone threaten a Sailor Scout with, like, literal, actual, real-life murder on the show? Very rarely. Very rarely. Yeah. I mean, again, literally, I would say every episode, but they just don't put it that way. Yeah, but, like, I'm talking about, like, non-monster murder. Like, blood, bloody murder. Yeah, like, like knife murder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know that dirty trick of using a knife? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a tiara or, or a giant heart. Yeah, Sailor Moon right, is yeah. totally opposed to it, so she's going to punish them all. Because she's not on either yeah. of their sides. She sends Tyron 1 and Tyron 2 after uh, Usagi. Usagi's jumping. Haruka has to push her out of the way, proving that Haruka actually does feel emotion. Usagi, like, hovers in air for, like, five seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jordan, this is a cartoon. Oh, okay. She <laughs> yeah, just didn't I'm, look down. You might not have noticed that. Yeah. Get out of here. Oh, that's what she said at the exact same time as I said it. That's very funny. 
Uh, and Carol Knight is very judgy about this. Carol Knight's like, they don't have any gym work. Kill them. <laughs> and instead of killing them, they just handcuff them together. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, t- you know, you know that traditional ability of tires to generate mm-hmm. handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> so it handcuffs them together and they're like yanking each other's arms. It's like watching a three-legged race gone bad, says Carrie Knight, it's and not finds that at all. funny. It's no, not, because they're, they're handcuffed together. It's not a three-legged race. <laughs> nope, that's exactly how they go. Oh, God. So, uh, the, uh, also, she says, uh, you're going to die hating each other. <laughs> uh, so is like, no, Uranus, run away. Like, you've got you to gotta live to carry out our goals. And then Kale and I uh, developed another new superpower, yep. which is where her hair Medusa comes to life power. and strangles Michiru. <laughs> yeah, she she uses her hair just like Medusa from the Inhumans, grabs her by the throat, spins her around, and throws her off the waterfall into the water. This upsets Usagi a lot, but Uranus is just like, let's get the fuck out of here, and drags her away. They go, they run, they run, they run, they run. They hide in a cave, and Usagi is like, how can you do this? Why are we hiding in a cave? Your friend and partner, or whatever you want to call her, cousin. Lover. <laughs> she doesn't ever say that. <laughs> She's going to die. She might already be dead. And you just ran away. And Uranus is like, yeah, this is the deal that we made. That if one of us dies, the other one will not give a fuck and keep going. <laughs> That's the deal that you and I have, Jordan. <laughs> right. <laughs> so which one's the uranus which one's the neptune of you two i mean i'm well, neptune. i'm really good at juggling lemons on my violin <laughs> and i'm a i'm a super cool racer so neptune's or uranus is like yo we're looking at the talisman we're lo- you know we're looking for the talismans we got to find the talismans that's all that matters and it's like he's like the fuck is a talisman <laughs> and she goes none of your business <laughs> it's like yeah you brought it up <laughs> and then Yusagi's like yeah uh dude people who have their hearts torn out suffer and die I, I didn't think or, I'd have to explain that <laughs> I, I feel like she goes she, she goes yeah people who have their pure hearts removed will suffer and die or just you know want to kiss people a lot <laughs> but like not really have fun with it and yeah and Uranus is like yeah again this is more important there's this fucking silence and shit and bad things in general. And so I need talismans. Uh, this is where I say, Chris, you understand that she's basically Memoru from R. Is she? Yeah. She's sitting there going, there's this oh, bad yeah. thing. And I, no one else can do anything about it but me. And I can't explain it to you. I'm just going to do some shitty things that make me look like a fucking shitheel. And that's how it is. Um... Yeah, but is it is it Sailor Uranus from the future telling her this stuff? We'll see. Probably not. Oh boy. Probably not. Uh, here's an here's an interesting thing, and I'm just noticing it here, and I can't tell if it's like an actual design choice or if it's just something that is supposed to be that she lost it in a fight. But uh, Haruka's only wearing one earring. Oh, and there you're seem right. to be like a lot oh, of yeah. there seem to be like a lot of shots of her. Like, if you Google Sailor Uranus, you'll see a lot of shots of her only wearing the one earring, but there's also plenty of shots of her wearing both. So I don't know if that's part of her design, or if she's supposed to have lost it in the fight, or or what. So if anyone, like, wants to write in about uh, Sailor Uranus missing an earring, like, please let us know. If anybody finds her uh, other earring, find it to us. Like, there's plenty where she doesn't have it. She only has the, the left earring, but, like, in... It looks like in the manga designs and in Crystal, she's wearing them both all the time. So I legitimately do not know. Okay, I typed in, does Sailor Uranus. Autophil says, like Sailor Moon. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put have one earring. Okay, here's, a, here's, here's something in, uh, in old Wikimoon that, I, that I'm looking at. Oh, wait, nope. That's just the entry on the planet, Uranus. Let's see. Here we go. Uh, Sailor Uranus in S and Supers, uh, vastly dominant color was navy blue, uh, and her accent color was yellow. She wore one single gold hoop earring in her left ear. Yeah. Uh, her color had no stripes, uh, stripes, and her choker has no gems attached to it. After the super upgrade in Stars, she gained Spoiler. a second gold hoop earring. Yeah. So I guess she only has the one. She's kind of like, it's like a pirate. Like <laughs> a pirate. 
Yeah, you know, like a or like Harrison Ford. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh... Two, that's the two kinds of people who wear one ear <laughs> into Pirates and Harrison Ford. <laughs> so, uh, then, uh, all of a sudden Sailor Moon is like, oh, you're bleeding, even though I don't see any blood and there's no blood in the animation. But totally you are. She hurts because a single drop of water falls off of a stalactite and hits her in the shoulder. Yeah. And she's like, ah, ooh. <laughs> a little delicate there. So then Yusaki goes, you know what would help? Like bacteria and like uh, <laughs> disgusting cave critters. Uh, that would probably help. Let me just soak this rag in cave water and rub it on your wound. Yeah. Let me soak this rag in cave water and then rub it on your costume. <laughs> well, yes, yes. <laughs> So then we get the, a kind of uh, humor scene where Yusagi goes, now can I ask you a favor? Of course. I'm, I'll help if it doesn't involve not tearing people's hearts out. <laughs> cool. Uh, my back itches. Can you itch my back for me? Can you scratch my back for me? Yeah, it's, it's very cute. And she does the most half-hearted, <laughs> non-trying scratching ever. Like one little finger. One finger. <laughs> Who scratches someone's back with one finger? Not only, not only one finger, one finger that is gloved yeah. through not just her costume, but multiple layers of her costume because she's scratching on the uh, the sailor thing. Yeah, the collar. Yeah, the sailor collar. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah she's got to get in there. She's got to like make a claw. Yeah. And just like Arr. use all four of your fingers and your thumb. Come on, but Usagi likes it anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Tyrants, the Tyrants show up and Haruka grabs Usagi and so he's like, I know that smell. That's Haruka's smell. That's that's that uh that's that uh that CK1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that cool water. That's Dracar that that's that noir. uh uh Dracar Noir. <laughs> that's that high karate. <laughs> um so the, the then the the tires smash through every smash through solid rock and uh, <laughs> chase them, uh, chase them out of the cave back to where the fight happened before. All of a sudden, now they're working together. And Carrie Knight's like, "What's <gasps> this bullshit? They're working together now. Come on!" They were able to synchronize in such a short time. And then the tire shoots out another gold hoop that would have made a another handcuff, I guess. Except they hold it up. And smash through the original handcuff, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So then, uh, Neptune is climbing out of the water. We have to assume that Usagi and, and Haruka have been in that cave for at least, like, five minutes, right? I think we <laughs> actually learned last episode that Neptune can breathe underwater when she was just swimming underwater. When she was, remember when, she, when, when Mercury showed up at the pool and was like, there's no one here? <laughs> got in the pool and it was like oh there is she just has been under the water the whole time yeah she was not very observant that episode she yeah she's like no one's here and there's two people there one on the freaking diving board and one in the water well you know you can't expect her to have seen them when they were wearing so like it's not like they were wearing green plaid or <laughs> like hot pink and yellow swimsuits with uh with ruffles wait they, they were though they were <laughs> oh yeah that was that's, yeah, that's what I was getting at, buddy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, so Kaelinite is like, oh, Neptune's alive? Gonna jump down and kill you. Uh, Usagi jumps face first, trying to tackle her, and Kaelinite just brushes, like, just smacks her down. But it's enough to stop her from killing her in that moment. Yes. It gives uh, Uranus enough time to do world shaking. Uh, she hits one of the tyrants, who dissolves. And the second one gets Moon Spiral Heart Attack. And uh, K.R. Knight's pissed off, but she leaves. Neptune is like, oh, first of all, Uranus is like, uh, all right, I respect you now, but like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, 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 Neptune goes, Uranus, we had a deal that says we don't ever save each other ever. <laughs> And we just let each other die. Why did you break your promise? And Uranus is like, nah, Sailor Moon saved you. Ah, the end. It's a real, real weird thing to quibble about, I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, 
Did we not see them give Yamada his pure heart back? <laughs> I don't think we did. Uh, yeah, just hmm. assume he dies. Yeah. Okay, yep, he's yeah. dead. That thing no. probably fell off the cliff. They just, when they dropped the heart, because they were like, it doesn't matter, this was psych, nobody cares. It just went straight back into his chest. And then he ran like fuck. <laughs> and then he never rode another motorcycle again, because he was yeah. scared it would turn into two sexy ladies with headlight boobs. The end! Again, <laughs> not very sexy in this one. The, the wheel crotch does not, is not appealing. No. To you. Correct. All right, let's finish this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so now is the start of the episode where we talk about what we learned. And Tony, we will start with you. What did you learn in this episode? Flat up, I learned girls can't win dirt bike, dirt bike races. <gasps> it's true. It's so true. No, it's well, not true. That's not true. It's a bad thing to learn. It's that they don't. Yep. They're boobs get in the way they can't reach the handles they can't sit right on the chair because of their downstairs or on the seat because of their downstairs business it's just yeah girls you can't do it sorry uh jordan what did you learn i learned that apparently using a knife to fight your enemies is a dirty trick I learned, and you might want to you might want to run this one by Devin. Uh, okay. I learned that if you you ever get so hurt that a single drop of water can cause you to cry <laughs> out in pain, what you really got to do is get just a rag and some cave water, like out of the dirt, and just like rub it in there, yeah. and then uh, and then scratch somebody's back with There's one. There's no finger. parasites in that stuff. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You'll be fine. Here's the thing we didn't talk about in this episode: the scouts and Memoru never come back. They are they are gone. This is one of the few episodes where Tuxedo Mask doesn't show oh, yeah. up to do his now Sailor Moon because he's like, yeah, she's fine. She ain't my responsibility. <laughs> she she can get the next buzz, whatever. I don't care. Like that is legit what happens. It, like, and all the scouts are like, yep, that sounds fine. And Ami goes, math. <laughs> uh, but you're right. Uh, they never do because it's just me, Moon, and Uranus. Well, and Neptune. Well, I assume then, like they're doing what they always do when they're not fighting evil. They're eating parfaits and ice creams and having a fun time chatting. Well, the the thing is, we've talked before about how Memoru kind of has to have a danger sense for Usagi, right? Like, he has to to know when to show up. Apparently that either just does not go off, or today he's like, not my problem. Well, they were in a cave, so there was no signal. Yeah, no, it, it worked. And, and, and what happened is, he hopped on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like it wasn't coming for another hour though so you know that's all he could do he owns a car and a motorcycle <laughs> then why didn't he take it to this place all right so uh tony do you have any any additional thoughts on the episode before we go no i think that's it <laughs> uh jordan anything this one was good pretty stupid uh and the animation <laughs> wasn't very good yeah, there's like the if if you want to see some like really dodgy animation, those scenes where they're talking in the cave are just shockingly bad, shockingly yeah. bad. And also, the, even a lot of the scenes where they're just like running around, it's just like oh, they look so awkward. So that does it for uh, episode. What is this? Ninety eight. <laughs> that does it for episode ninety eight <laughs> of uh, Sailor Moon S. Tony, before we let you go, can you let us know where we can find you apart from Sailor Moon dot rocks? <laughs> Well, I don't have it set up yet. Um, I'm working on it, so I'm trying to give myself a a deadline of like end of January to have that done. So I guess I don't know. So remember SailorMoon.rocks for a month and a half, and then go to the website by your own accord. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, anywhere else anyone can find you, Tony? Uh, Twitter. Amano underscore Usagi. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We've had a blast uh, talking to you about these these two weird episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. Jordan, where can they find you online? I'm on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. Also, you should know our producer, Jake Mason. He's on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. Um, you can find out more about him there, including like his other podcasts, for example, the Morphin Grid about Power Rangers and Pokemon World Tour uh, about presumably Pokemon and Pokemon World Tour United also presumably about Pokemon and the Cool Kids Table, which I assume is about cool kids. Jake's also going to be on an episode of uh, Fifth Draw, a uh, podcast where he will be talking about A View to a Kill, 
uh, a genuinely fantastic James Bond movie where James Bond invents snowboarding. So I would say if you like Jake, and who doesn't like Jake, uh, listen in on that. And I, Jake, also email me and we will talk about A View to a Kill. Uh, because I have several choose-your-own-adventure books based on A View to a Kill that you might like to know about. Several? Yeah. I have at least two, and I, there's at least, like, five. What? Yeah. Right. You should have them I got on, really uh, into buying, like, weird choose-your-own-adventure books a couple of years ago. You should have them on Xena. Yeah, sure, Jake, come on Xena, we're your business. Uh, people can find me at the ISB on Twitter, and you can go to my website, which is the-ISB, that's B as in Bishouji Senshi Sailor Moon, uh, .com to find links to all the podcasts that I do, including uh, Xena Warrior Business that I do with Allison Stock and Movie Fighters and War Rocket Ajax, which I do with Matt Wilson. You can support this show by going to patreon.com slash sailor business and chipping in a little bit of money. Uh, you can also just give it a rating or review on iTunes or tell a friend about it. If you have a friend who is looking for a good podcast recommendation and you like this show, maybe they will too. Uh, pick out a favorite episode and, and tell them to give that a listen. What else? Anything? Oh, email. Yeah. Email the show at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com and follow the show on Twitter at sailorbusiness. And we will be back next week with, oh boy, it's a Ray spotlight, a man's kindness, Yuichiro heartbroken by Ray. Aww. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Neptune roars and I, Sailor Neptune, will drown evil!